Welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get grimy. Alrighty. What do you Cap- got for me this week? Capital G, grimy. Oh. Uh, can I sing you a song? <laughs> always. Okay. Um, actually, let me pull it up on my phone so I can listen to the... Because I'm going to just, like, scream into the microphone with no music in the background. But I, I need to at least... I'm, like, sweating already. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Calm down. Okay. Okay. I mean, you hyped me up. All right. I'm now. I was like, my own hype man. <laughs> I need to wait <laughs> for the down, Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> okay. Get ready. Okay. Hello, Dad. Hello, Mom. I'm your p p p p p p p p painted dog. Hello, world. Ooh. I'm your wild girl. I'm your p p p p p p p painted dog. Um, sick. In case you don't know, that's uh Cherry Bomb by the Runaways. Just like it's actually it's actually Painted Dog by the Runaways. Uh, which is like a super good fucking song. And for some goddamn reason, like this morning, I was like, I'm gonna do. An episode about painted dogs later. And then in my head, I was just like, P-p-p-p-painted dog. And all day, all I've heard in my head is that over and over. It's like uh, it's like our Praying Manus episode. I did the exact same thing. I was overcome by the musical spirit. So apparently it flew your way and hit you too. <sighs> I know. I just feel like like this some kind of weird, like I should just like weird Al Yankovich like music that's us to like animal songs but the thing is is like i can't sing and i can't produce music so all i can do is rewrite the lyrics to make them animal centric Mm -hmm. so i feel like we need our listeners to like help us out because like our patrons already have the urchin emergency lyrics oh yeah they got that special but like does ariana grande listen to her podcast i don't know i think um I think there's a 60% chance she does. That's what I'm thinking. Like a high, si- like 69. <laughs> uh, nice. Nice. Um, nice, nice, nice. Anyway, we were talking about the painted dog. Yeah, that's <laughs> If you good. didn't get that from my screaming. I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped about it. I was going to say something and I don't even remember what it was, so it probably wasn't important. Oh, it absolutely wasn't. I'm just going to throw that out into the universe, see what it sticks to. um okay yeah so this was voted on by patrons we're both having okay weeks i guess we're just not gonna talk about it (laughs) oh no let's talk about our weeks let's do it okay how was your week uh mine was good i bought a really cool (laughs) t-shirt cool 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 yeah you actually sent it to me it looks dope as hell yeah it's um just as caring for your demon cat and that's just like a picture of a little girl and her demon cat which is me and my goddamn cat who's a goddamn demon i they have um my cats together whether or not they liked it they didn't because they were fighting um they have broken not one but two pint glasses this week mm. which you know second time shame on me why did i again leave a pint glass out on the fucking <laughs> coffee table but it's because i'm a lazy dumb bitch okay that's why but why did they have to fight again and have one of them knock it over onto my tile floor <laughs> again and like the first time it was actually a penguin pilsner glass which is very mm-hmm. cool which i got when i visited i think the georgia aquarium somewhere that mm-hmm. has like penguins and does like amazing penguin conservation so i like adore that glass shattered and the second time it was like a free <laughs> one from like the newspaper so i mean like 
I actually didn't care, but it's the no cats were hurt in the breaking of my fucking dishware, but grief. They just had a cowabunga kick it into infinity. I know, my stupid fat cat. The first time I, like, actually witnessed it. The second time, I can only imagine. But my giant <laughs> fat cat, he just, like, crouches. And then, like, my other, my Siamese, she's, like, so cross-eyed. She's, like, blind. So she can't even see him when she's when he's, like, right in front of her. So he's just, like, crouching. And she's sitting on this, like, arm of the couch next to me. And he just, like, rocket launches his body in the air. And he makes this, like, gross noise with his mouth. And he does, he's, like, and, like, jumps at her. So she screams bloody murder, smacks him in the face, and his giant fat body, like, changes direction midair and just smashes into my goddamn coffee table. Knocks the whole fucking glass off. That sounds the opposite of peaceful. I know. And I, like, was just talking to my mother about how my, all of my glassware, all of my drinking glasses are just, like, a random assortment of <laughs> pint glasses from, like, uh-huh. every zoo and aquarium I've ever visited. And just, like, random shit I picked up on the way. And I was like, that's, like, not very adult of me. And she was like, well, maybe, like, they bounce. Like, I feel like you can get one good bounce out of a pint glass. And then, like, two days later, it shattered into a million pieces on contact. And I was like, no, you can't get a fucking good bounce, can you? You jinxed it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if this would have never happened if you guys hadn't spoken about it. She cursed it. She hexed it. So that's on mom's. Oh, man. She's got to go to fucking Georgia. Like, when is she ever? I don't know. Go down to Georgia with the devil and pick up a pint glass. <laughs> I wonder if I can order it online. Probably. Are any of our listeners, do you work at the Georgia Aquarium? <laughs> can you do Flora solid? Do you, still have that, do you still have that penguin pills in her glass? <laughs> I love that thing. Fuck. Anyway, how's your fucking week? God, I, I feel like you and I are radiating similar energies on our week. Uh, because I adopted a kitten you sure did, you dumbass. I, sure did. I offered you what one of mine. What the hell for was I fuck, thinking? You, fu- I fucking offered you one of mine for free, and you were just like, no. <laughs> you offered me both of yours for free after oh, they cowabunga true. kicked that pint glass, that's and I was true. like, mm, actually, pass. I did. I wanted both out. You're right. So you guys know. Well, actually, maybe just our patrons know. If you got this, isn't more incentive than ever to join Patreon because oh, Flora yeah. and I constantly post photos of our cats. Uh, but you guys, our patrons know what our kitties are like. So my big fat boy kitty is like so sweet and he's like so strange and he loves so attention and he's just like a little chonker boy. Mm-hmm. And so we decided we wanted to get him a friend because he's always lived with kitties and my old lady kitty who passed away a few years ago, oh, rest in peace, my R. sweet R. angel. Um, they were like, they were kind of buddies and you know, we wanted to get another little, little kitty cat run around. So anyways, we adopted this little girl. And the first two nights, she was, like, timid and, like, really sweet. And then literally now, like, cat's out of the bag, man. Quite literally, she's been a demon, an absolute demon. She attacks her feet at every moment. She stalks him, our, like, older boy, who's just, like, trying to be friends, who's already sortly, like, sort of unnerved by her presence. And she just, like, jumps into baskets. And, like, she found this, like, strange hole in the underside of our entertainment system and crawled into it the first night. So we had to, like, drag her out of this, like, wormhole that she found herself in. It's been a whole thing. It's a full-time job, man. I adopted a child. Oh, and yeah. I am maybe worse for it. Well, I think they're <laughs> so aware. I mean, for richer or poorer, she's here to stay, so. Well, and I think that they're, like, super aware of, like, the shelter. You know how they give you, like, 72 hours to make sure they, like, settle in? Yeah. And so the cat's like, I'm an angel. And then, like, they're mm-hmm. like, time's up. Beep, beep. 
I'm gonna mm-hmm. fucking light this place up. I'm gonna shred your drapes, bitch. <laughs> What's up, bitch? You thought you had toes? Not anymore. You thought you liked this fucking pint glass? Bet you did. Yeah. Bet you loved it. You got me now. I'm gonna take Molly so You're going back to the shelter. No. Fuck. <laughs> I wish you weren't so fat. Hey, fatty. <laughs> It's all bully our children. <laughs> it's all just fur. He's uh, actually tiny inside. Um, let's talk about wild dogs. Oh, sorry, really quick. Never I need mind. to go on about my cats for one more minute before go we get to it. go doofy dogs. Go uh, so as part of this like cat intro process, I got our kitties a bunch of new toys so that they would like hopefully play with those instead of like killing each other. It's been working well so far. And I found this one in the pet store, which I absolutely had to buy immediately, and which I knew our, like, fat boy was going to love. And he did. And it's this, like, giant catnip-filled banana. And he <laughs> absolutely loves it. And he just sits there, and he, like, licks it and holds it and kicks it. And he loves it. And he looks like such a goon playing with his banana. And every time he does, I just, oh, it's the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Okay, it's the goddamn painted dog. It's the African wild dog, the painted hunting dog, the painted wolf, the African hunting dog. You know dog, what? This the is cape like the hunting perfect dog. time for us to just talk about cats for twelve minutes prior dude, to talking dude. about a dog. I'm trying so hard to go, to to go to this, and, and I'm a hindrance per usual. <laughs> okay, listen. It goes by a hundred names. Um, but it's an animal, it's a cordate, it's a mammal, it's a carnivore, it's a canidae. But the genus is not canis. It's not canis lupus. It's none of this canis bullshit. It is in something I didn't look up how to pronounce. Lycaon. L-Y-C-A-O-N. Lysan? Lycan? Lycaon? Lycanthrope? Sure. Don't know. Pictus. The species is Pictus, which is Latin for the word painted. How appropriate. Hell yes. So, this is a canid native to sub-Saharan Africa, and this is the only extant member of this genus that I can't pronounce, so this is the only one living. And this is a specialized kind of genus, so, like, it's not lumped in with the other canidae, the canis lupus mother- No, I keep saying canis lupus. There's other ones other than canis lupus. Fuck! Okay. What are you saying to me? I don't know, dude. I'm just trying to say it's different than other dogs and wolves. Okay. Okay, they have a highly specialized hypercarnivorous diet, which makes them different. They also don't have dew claws, so they only have four toes. Okay. So they're different. Okay. Um, I talked about all the different names. Like, I named, like, 30 things. A lot of them are just, like, dogs, like Cape Dog, African Painted Dog, African Hunting Dog, 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 Dog. Um, and there are some conservation organizations that are really pushing the wolf agenda they really want it to be called like a painted wolf oh um big wolf man coming big, at you hot big wolf agenda because they want to make it clear that these are wild animals they're not feral dogs they're not related to dogs um and they are a wild species and yeah it's not just like dogs that somebody let out and they're okay. not even they're not related to dogs at all so okay just don't just don't maybe don't even try don't even don't come at us with that i see you trying and maybe just stop yeah, if you okay. just close them lips, the boy. So there are close five subspecies. Um, they are genetically diverse, but their subspecies are not universally accepted. It was really confusing, and I didn't care. Um, and there is extensive intermixing between those subspecies. But I'll tell okay. you about them anyway. So the Cape Wild Dog is big. It has um, – it's not big. It has large orange and yellowish spots. Whereas, like, the East African wild dog has, like, really dark coat and doesn't have much of the orange and yellow. The West African wild dog 
had no identifying features. The Somali wild dog has a shorter coat. And then the Chad mm-hmm. wild dog um, is just like a Chad. It's just like a bro. Like, he's like, I'm a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And I still don't get girls to like me, even though I'm, like, super nice. So that's how you can tell uh, apart from everybody I just, else. I just don't understand what she always goes for assholes when I'm right here. Dude, someone slid into my DMs the other day. Whatever. I'm not even going to get into it. But, yuck, like, Twitter. Dude. Uh, yeah, the big whole sentence just made me cringe. Like literally, big yuck, big yuck energy right there. Mm. <laughs> Bye. I love later. Bye. Okay, description of these wolves. Oh my god, they're not related to wolves. Okay, actually, well, <laughs> they are. I guess <laughs> distant, distantly cousins. Okay, distantly dis- cousins. That sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> okay, so the description. They are the bulkiest and most solidly built of the African canids, which makes sense because, like, we've talked about jackals and stuff, and they're very small and spry and whatever. So these guys are kind of heft. So um, height-wise, up to their shoulder, they can be about 60 to 75 centimeters. Why did my cat – my cat just broined the, like, doorstop. That, did you hear that? I did. It was cute. It was no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, he just immediately walked over and just boinged it. The He's fuck? on the fully work. Well, hey, my crazy, insane new kitten is, like, thumping around like a absolute lunatic. So if you hear that in the background, That's don't be best. alarmed. I'm not getting robbed. It's just a kitten. <laughs> um, okay, so they're 60 to 75 centimeters at the, so- at the shoulder, which is about 24 to 30 inches. The mm-hmm. length of their head and body is anywhere from 71 to 112 centimeters, which is 28 to 44 inches. And then they do have a nice little tail, 29 to 41 centimeters or 11 to 16 inches. And their weight can vary between 18 and 36 kilograms or 40 to 79 pounds. So just like a dog, but not. <laughs> just like a painted dog. Just like a big painted wolf dog. Okay. By body mass. They are only outsized by the gray wolf in terms of living canids. Oh, okay. So, like, big. I mean, okay, here's the thing. Good thing we talked about wolves last week. I know. This is so relevant. Topical. (laughs) And we've talked about jackals and hyenas, which is, like, we're just, like, getting those, like, African carnivores. Fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Females are usually 3 to 7% smaller. Um, They got big motherfucking ears i mean just like dish satellite mickey mouse on crack ears shoved onto these heads i mean it's just like you can see their ears from space oh great wall of ears yeah like elon musk is like what is that down there oh it's an african wild wolf ears okay they like i said they don't have dew claws they are pretty lean and kind of tall uh their middle two toe pads are usually fused which is just like a weird thing that i didn't read anywhere else okay so don't know if they only have three toe pads i don't know don't know that seems weird though right It, it do it just seems like a weird fact and then it gave no I wonder if I can, like, find a picture of a foot. It gave no, like, supporting evidence or, like... Give <laughs> a picture of that foot. Yeah, like, usually if you... Oh, okay. I see one. It... Yeah, they're, they're not, like, 100% fused, but they're, like, connected at the bottom. Hmm, okay. But it's not like it's one pad, which is what I was picturing. Oh, yeah. But that makes t- sense. They're touching. They have... Okay, this is funsies. They have the largest premolars... 
relative to body size in any carnivore species except the hyena. So hyena beats them. <gasps> oh, so they're the second largest premolars. So like, damn, they're ready to rip, ready to fucking rip, <laughs> ready to rip. What a hashtag. You fucking what are you, but- what are you guys doing later? Oh, I don't know, but we're like ready to rip. You ready to fucking Beyblade? You fucking ready to rip? <laughs> Always. Okay, they have crazy teeth, and you know how teeth get me going. Oh, you love a good tooth story. I love a good just big paragraph about tooth words. So there's like a carnassal. I don't fucking know. Excuse it me? has. <laughs> Is that a word? What'd you just say to me? I said carnassal. I can't read my own handwriting. I don't know if that's a word, but if it is, I'm scared of it. Car. Maybe it's carassal. Carousel? I can't read if there's an N in this word or not. In my own handwriting. Car. Yeah, carnassal. I mean, carnassial? I don't know. Okay. Let me. Let me just. Carnassial. Okay, my my Google woman says carnassial. Okay. Oh, okay. The carnassial tooth, which is the <laughs> I'm upper... just not up on my tooth lingo, I guess. No, you need to get with it. You need to read this big paragraph I read. Um, oh. They help them, like, shear, but they have a special, extra special, blade-like cusp, which enhances their shearing capacity, and thus the speed at which they can devour prey. So they have, like, little hidden razor blades in their mouth. Just, like, a little secret shiv. Okay. That's cool. That's helpful. Useful. Yeah. It's also called the trenchant heel. Okay. <laughs> cool. Try Googling that. You won't find any photos or anything other than one JSTOR article about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that is shared with the Asian dole and the American bush dog only. They're the only ones oh. with this, like, weird shearing trenchant heel. Sick, dude. That's really kind of, like, weird, though, right? Weird and, like, seems important, but, like, why does only a Dole and a Bush dog have Like, I don't it's fucking... Like, talk about, like, an exclusive club. Yeah. Invitation only. Like, actually, can you open your mouth really quick and then I see if you have a razor blade hidden behind your gums? No? Uh, sorry. Right? Then you're fucking out. Enough. You're out. Not part of this secret society. This is the shearing meat club and you're not allowed in. <laughs> All we and do, all you do is like slightly cut meat. That's not gonna work. Are you serious? I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like every conversation I've had to join a club ever. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm for embarrassed you. for you. Um, okay, so the fur of an African painted wolf dog. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it anymore. This beast. Hit me with that thing. If I could pronounce the scientific name, I'd just call it that, but I can't even fucking do that. Okay. It's on purpose. Um, I mean, everyone calls them African wild painted dogs, so I'm just going to call it a painted dog until someone sends us a mean email. I mean, it honestly, yeah, right, that's what's going to happen. Actually, I honestly didn't know if they were like the same thing or not, like wild dogs and painted dogs, and I I don't know, but this has been very informative so far. <gasps> oh my gosh! Thanks. You know, I try to be every week. <laughs> yes. Okay. So this happen. <laughs> so the fur, of course, is pretty. He's like a fucking palette. Um, yes. But Bob Ross coming at you. The like texture of it is different as well. So they have like stiff bristle like fur um and there's no under fur 
Oh. And then here's another just fun fact. Wait, that- wait, wait. Sorry. Are they just nude? I mean, I guess. Is that <laughs> what that means? No underfur? They're just nude? I mean, do they just not have any fur under there? Under their it's fur? Just- they just have one segment of fur. Oh, for some reason I thought you were talking about like their belly. <laughs> oh, under fur. Oh, 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 no, no, no. They don't have like another coat. That makes a lot more sense. I was like, wait, are they just skin? They're just nude. <laughs> I was just, I was really trying. I'm like, yeah, what else I'm saying? Okay. We got there in the end. Okay. Mm-mm, sorry. My idiocy um, is showing. No, dude, you're, you're chill. Okay, so then here's another just, like, fun fact that came from the void and has no supporting evidence. They cool. lose their hair as they age with older specimens being almost naked. So there's your naked. So they are, dude. <laughs> but then I, like, Google pictures of, like, old wild dog and, like, they look like all the other wild dogs. So oh. I don't know, man. Hmm. I don't know, man. If you work with Maybe. African wild dogs, send me your nudes. <laughs> yeah, send us all the nudes that you can. It's for science. This is for science? Thanks. Yeah. If, you're, if your curator's like, hey, you can't send those nudes out. They're property of the zoo. Just be like, it's fine. It's for science. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you credit in my JSTOR article. <laughs> Perfect. The color variation, of course, is outrageous. Um, Mm -hmm. and everybody's different. So you can identify a painted dog by their patterning and they can identify each other by their patterning as well. They've been known to identify each other up to 50 to a hundred meters away. Um, and that is of course by smell, I'm sure. But I think some of that is by sight and a lot of the patterning, most of the patterning is just on their body and their legs. So not a lot is happening facial wise. Their faces are. They aren't going to have, like, speckles and spots. They're going to be pretty similar. Um, They're going to have, like, a black line on their forehead and kind of, like, a black muzzle. They also typically have a white-tipped tail, um, but not always. Okay. Um, Oh, and their coat can be asymmetrical, so it's not, like, the same on both sides. That makes sense, yeah. So you can be like, is that Larry? And then he turns around and you're like, oh, no, that was Greg. I didn't see his other side. You know how they always say in those, like, what is it? It's like those attractiveness uh, surveys where they're mm. always like symmetrical faces are the most oh, attractive. The most attractive, yeah. Not for painted dogs, yo. No. Give me that asymmetry or bust. Or fucking bust. <laughs> or your ugly, hideous face needs to get out of my face. Get your ugly, symmetrical face out of my face. Hey, can you get your symmetry out of here? It's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed for you. I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> okay, so where does this live? I don't know. Where does the African wild painted dog live? It lives in the uh, wild in Africa. In Africa. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay. It lives in the savanna and arid zones, so that's going to be where its prey is abundant. But there are forest-dwelling populations that are in existence. But hunting-wise and stuff, it's going to be easier um, to kind of hunt on the open land. As far I as- feel like that's... Sorry, I just no. gonna say I feel like that's what people always think of when they think of Africa. It's like, like the savanna. Oh yeah, like there's not a tree other than like the bonsai fucking or not bonsai the acacia trees. <laughs> acacia. Can you imagine? There's tiny bonsai trees everywhere. <laughs> Those are actually the shrubs. That's it. It's amazing. Just bonsais. It's amazing. All right, another conspiracy uncovered. Continue. And there's just like 400 people tending to them, like each tree. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. 
And then they were pretty wide. They were pretty widespread in Africa. They've pretty much been exterminated in North and West Africa. Uh, really, really reduced populations in Central and Northeast Africa. And so the majority of what we have left are in South Africa and Southeast Africa. Okay. Diet-wise, they have some preferences. So they were seen to prefer greater kudu, Thompson's gazelle, impala, bushbuck, and blue wildebeest. But they're also known to eat things like um, dick-dicks, hares, uh, bat-eared foxes, ostrich, warthog. So, I mean, they are pretty opportunistic in, in that instance. But their prey is usually 33 to 44 pounds. Or, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> What a tight window that would have been. And how yep. <laughs> how goddamn specific. It is it is between 33 and 441 pounds okay. or about 15 to 200 kilograms. You know how I knew I fucked it up? Because I said 33 to 41 and then I went over and it was 15 to 200 kilograms. And I was like, uh-uh, that, mat, that don't add up. Hang on, hang on. That, that dog, sense. That dog don't hunt because that don't <laughs> add up. Those dogs are like, hmm, 45? I don't Sorry. think so. <laughs> Sorry. Literally the most exclusive dog club in the entire world. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> wow, you're 45 pounds? I'm embarrassed. Hmm. Uh, okay, so yeah, 441. Okay. Um, but they're, I mean, they've been known to eat smaller stuff, bigger stuff, whatever. There's a certain, um, or a couple certain Serengeti packs who do specialize in preying upon the plains zebra, which gets up to 530 pounds or 240 kilograms. So, I mean, oh, they have the capacity to do more. Um, and they are rarely seen scavenging. So they're all about, like, doing, putting in the time. They're, they're those Whole Food babies. They're not going to be, like, checking out the bargain bin. No, you're going to, like, getting that make... fresh, free range. Yeah, and you're going to, like, make dinner at home. Like, you don't always need to, like, go out and, like, eat somebody's leftovers or, like, see what you can get. Like, make a home-cooked meal for your fam. They're... <laughs> they started off by uh, learning from Blue Apron, and then they just became pretentious about it. Exactly. They aren't eating the diapers that all the jackals are. They <laughs> are absolutely not. So in terms of fucking shit up, lions fuck their shit up. Um, yeah. So we had a lion episode and we had a hyena episode and we talked about scavenging. It's all been building to this. And kleptoparasitism and all that shit. Yeah. So lions are one of the big predators of the African painted dogs. So when lions are, um, when populations are high for lions in an area, then you can expect populations of African wild painted dogs to be low and then vice versa. Okay. So they just don't want to hang with those fuckers. Um, they even yeah. had a reintroduced pack of African wild dogs in a, um, maybe Atosha national park and it was completely wiped out by lions so like bumsky <gasps> woof um there was also like a, an instance where uh something fucked up lions in some kind of ecosystem somewhere obviously africa and um like decimated their populations and the african wild dog population like soared until the lion one like, came back <laughs> under control they're um, like bye baby yeah and uh like if you heard in lion um but we'll say it again so lions will kill and just leave the African wild painted dog totally untouched. So they're not killing them for food. They're killing them literally for competition. So they're just like, get the mm. fuck out. Thanks. Turf wars, man. Like, I know you're in your, like, meat shearing club, but, like, you can't fucking sit with us. <laughs> you cannot sit with us. 
so they got they got mad issues with lions dude mad this is issues. the mean girls episode man it feels like it but social social wise these guys are fam come first yeah of course fam they have really, really strong social bonds, more so than lions and hyenas. So seeing a solitary African wild dog is, like, super incredibly rare. They're not going to hunt. They're not going to live by themselves. They're going to be in a pack. And uh, those packs are anywhere from 2 to 27 adults and then some juveniles and some pups. But typically, you're going to see, like, 4 to 5 um, in some populations and 8 to 9 adults and some other ones. So those are kind of, like, the average sizes. So... Larger is a little bit rarer, but um, they have seen up to, like, hundreds living together and just, well, not oh, living shit. together, but gathering together for, like, a seasonal yeah. springbok migration. So it was just, like, the Piccadilly had, like, senior discount or whatever, so everybody showed up. Yeah, man, a little old folks festival, early bird special. Hey, when you were talking about fam, um, it reminded me of that vine. Yes. Where it was like, <laughs> were you just about to say that? Well, that's, like, all I ever think of when I think of the word fam. Yeah, it's like I thought you were a fam, bro. Was that the one? What was it? Where he's like, it's the one know. where he's talking to his his son, right? Is that yeah, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that no. was not the one I was talking about. But that one was also oh. very good. Yeah, That's there's this one vine. There's this one vine where this guy's like, I thought you were fam, but you're not. You're just something. Oh yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. What is that thing? Google it. Hmm. 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 I need to know. Our listeners need to know. I'm sure someone you, out there oh, is like screaming. I thought you were Bay. Turns out you're yes. just fam. That's what it is. Hell yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The males and females in the pack have like their own separate hierarchies, um, but the females are typically dominant over the males as well. But there's yes, going to be girl. a dominant pair. So the male is usually like the oldest and the female is usually the oldest, but they can be overturned. So there might be like an older male in a pack who's not necessarily the dominant one because he's his role has been taken over by a younger replacement. Um, and then that let dominant... Me... Sorry, let me ask you a question. Please do. Is that that? Is that that one? That oldest one? Is the is that the alpha? <laughs> like okay, I know we talked about this like the other day, and then someone like I think it was yesterday at my penguin chat was like, which one's like the leader? Like which one's the alpha? Okay, I shit you not. Today at my keeper I wanted chat, to drown someone asked myself. me the exact same question, and I nearly pissed my pants laughing. I wanted and to I just, drown. like try not to laugh in this eleven-year-old boy's face because he was like, "Is one of them the alpha?" And I was like, "Boy, do you even know?" <laughs> All I had to do was take two steps, and I could have just drowned myself in the penguin pool. <laughs> and I, th- I thought hard about it. <laughs> You're like, mm, maybe it's today. <laughs> maybe today's the day. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so the dominant pair is going to monopolize breeding in the pack as well. Uh, this is very different. The males actually remain in their natal pack. And the females <gasps> are the ones that disperse to other packs. Bye. Which is very different in carnivores. Usually it's that the is. other way around. And then males typically are going to outnumber the females in the pack about three to one. Whoa. So these dispersing females are what help, of course, mix up the pack structure and make sure that there's of course no inbreeding so a dispersing female will go join another pack and then the resident females who are like related will then get evicted and then disperse themselves um but males very rarely disperse and if they do they're probably not even accepted into another pack so like boy bye boy bye um they do have like this really tight social structure and this like 
obviously they're like living together 24 7 but they do not show like that super elaborate body language and kind of like face signaling that like gray wolves have um and this is claimed to be due to the fact that they don't really have a hierarchical social structure in terms like beta alpha blah 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 like it's just like mommy and daddy like rule the roost so like Mm -hmm. you don't need to like beg to like ding dong dilbert or like (laughs) second secondary susan like it's just like it's mommy and daddy period (laughs) secondary susan is my middle name (laughs) (laughs) so yeah they don't have to like make all those faces and do all that posturing so you're not going to see a whole lot of that i mean obviously they have ways to communicate but it's just not as elaborate as it is in wolves yeah breeding wise so gestation is about um 69 to 73 days they can get pregnant every 12 to 14 months interestingly enough they do not have the copulatory tie which is when the male member gets engorged inside the female, and then they are stuck together. So if you ever seen domestic dogs, oh yeah, yeah. So like, like the, cats too, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the cat one's different. Oh, it's the barbs though, because that's, that's the barbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So copulatory tie is like the um, the males actually don't get erect. They're able to penetrate because of their like small baculum that they do have, and then mm. the penis gets engorged once it's inside. So then they become tied together um, because it, now it's bigger than when it went in, which is weird. And so whenever you see, like, dogs that are, like, butt to butt, like, have you ever seen them do that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's when, like, he's still, they're still, like, stuck together and they're still, he's still, like, inseminating the female. But he's just, like, Ugh. just, like, Can't got go it. anywhere. Yeah. We're just, like, stuck. So this Stage is not found, <laughs> not found in African wild dogs, or if it is found, it lasts for less than a minute. And that is um, attributed to the fact that they have really large, I don't know, lions coming to kill them at all times. And if they were stuck together, yeah. that'd be bad news bears. You got to get out. Yeah. So no hard feelings, but we're not going to, we're here for a short time or a fun time. Not for a long time. That's what it is. Yeah. We're here that's for... what we need. <laughs> we're here, we're here for a short time. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Um, okay, they also, um, have more pups in a litter than any other canid. So they can have six to 16. Whoa. How many teats this bitch got? That's, abs- that's absurd. But the that's average too is, many. the average is 10. Okay. So basically, Still. one female produces enough pups in one go-around to produce an entire new pack of wolves, or of dogs wolves whatever the fuck they are so that is why like breeding is limited to that dominant pair like if we were all breeding we would have there'd be the world would be ruled by african wild painted dogs well that's a good thing those lions are around keep them in check yeah because these guys are smart and their ears are very big and i feel like they could just take over absolutely uh also another reason of course there's gonna be like a million of them but i mean you can't feed like two packs worth of puppies so, um, if for some reason a subordinate did breed, then the dominant pair would just kill the pups. Whatevs. Uh, the pups would be weaned at about five weeks old. She's gonna, like, go off on her own, like, kind of make a burrow. Not make one, but, like, steal a burrow from somebody. <laughs> and then she's going to have her pups inside. They're weaned at about five weeks of age. Um, at about seven weeks, they're already looking kind of like sub-adults. Um, eight to ten weeks old, they're going to be old enough to start following the hunts around and um, are going to be able to hang out with the adults a little bit more. And mm-hmm. that's when they're going to be permitted to start eating 
on kills, and they're actually allowed to eat first. So even before the dominant male and female, the pups eat first, which is kind of cute. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, is very different than other carnivores are well as well. Uh, but that privilege ends when they're a year old, so that's very short-lived. <laughs> okay, bye. You're on your yeah. own. But regurgitation is also a really, really big part of painted dog society they of course regurge to pups but they also regurge to other adults so there's a lot of just like vomiting happening oh yeah just like a barf party just a big old vomitorium nonsense Mm -hmm. sign me up what's the password the password is cheese oh (laughs) were you expecting something funny i couldn't think of it no, that's good. That's hysterical. <laughs> so you get cheese. Cool. Okay, I like it. Moving on abruptly. Uh, okay. okay, this is crazy. Listen to this crazy thing I found on Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. So in the Okavango Delta, sure, they have found that these African wild painted dogs like have a little like pep talk. They have a little rally before they go out and hunt. And mm-hmm. they all get together and they kind of like vote, I guess, on whether or not they should go hunting. And they do this by sneezing, which is what they're calling it. But it's really just like a short, really sharp exhale throughout through the nose. So it sounds like a sneeze. So if okay. the dominant pair like is like, hell yeah, and they both sneeze, like they're it's almost guaranteed that they're going to go on a hunt. Like after they meet and you see the dominant pair sneeze, they're going to go mm-hmm. and they're going to go kill something. Um, if only one of them, I guess, initiates it, like, they need three other sneezes from other dogs. And if a less dominant dog initiates it, they need over ten sneezes before they depart. Yeah, so they, like, wait on everyone to vote, but I guess you can vote more than once. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It's like that, um, what was that, the Second Life, um, thing that, like, Griffin and Justin did? And they were talking about, I think dogs should vote. <laughs> oh my god, dogs this do is it. This is it. Yes, that that is exactly what that was. And they got kicked out of that server. Yeah, <laughs> I think dogs should vote. Yeah, they <laughs> they do. They goddamn vote. Damn, dude, like full circle. We made it. Confirmed. I, yeah, and then I guess like if there's not enough sneezes, then they don't go hunting. They're just like, "Oh, never mind." Oh, then we couldn't decide. Time for time for a nap instead. So mm-hmm. that's fucking insane. Um, and then hunting-wise, they are, of course, a pack hunter. They're hunting in these groups together. They're, um, they, the painted dog and the cheetah, are actually the only, like, diurnal, or primarily diurnal African large predator, which I didn't really think about until oh, I yeah, read that. Oh, yeah, me either. Yeah, because a lot of people are, like, nocturnal or at least crepuscular, and these guys are, like, heat mm-hmm. of the day, chowing on some leg. Um, they... Hunt typically by approaching kind of silently and then chasing. So they can mm-hmm. actually run pretty fast. They have clock speeds up to 66 kilometers per hour, which is about 41 miles per hour. And a hunt can go on for anywhere from 10 to 60 minutes. So they don't really give up easy. Like, they're going to wear you out. And um, they just usually chase you and bite on legs, the rear, and the belly until you stop running and you're exhausted. And then they just rip you to shreds. God, that endurance game, though. Yeah, I watched a video of them. Um, They had, like, chased a pregnant Impala for, I don't know, long enough. And she was exhausted. And she was in the water. And this one was just, like, biting her fucking face, trying to drag her to the water because they didn't want to get wet. 
And it was awful to watch. Oh, that doesn't sound nice. It wasn't. So they are okay. really good hunters. Um, their success rate is really high, about 60%, which is way higher. If you remember Lion, it was about 27 to 30. Yeah. And Hyena is like 25 to 30. And like Cheetah mm. was like, what, Garbage Town? I can't remember. There was like 10. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're pretty good. And they do have different strategies for those different prey items. So there's some that like obviously don't need as much um, strategery. But then there's others. So, like, wildebeest, they will just fucking, like, bum rush wildebeest and make them go into a panic and then hopefully isolate one. Whereas, like, there's, like, a certain antelope that I guess they, like, get in a circle and then, like, try to go in, like, an escape route and they, like, cut off their escape routes and, like, trap them. I don't know. So they do a bunch of crazy shit. Um, Mm -hmm. And then they guzzle their food like it's going out of style. Like, if a lion shows up, bye. Like, if anything shows up, like, they're fucked. They can't defend it. So they have to eat a mile a minute. And so that's what those... Shredding teeth um, come in handy. They can That's eat, how I eat normally. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, they can eat an entire Thompson's Gazelle in like 15 minutes. Fuck. And then, like I said, they can regurge for um, other adults or young members. So I guess it's helpful. Like if there's just not enough time, you can just like eat it all and then go and like barf in secondary Susan's mouth because she like was fucking not showing up on time. Like always. Yeah. Yeah. Per use. Thanks a lot. Per use, Susan. I'm so embarrassed for you. <laughs> God. Okay, so the um, IUCN red list. What do you think the conservation status of the African wild painted dog, mm. bush dog? It's not a bush dog. Uh, <laughs> the bush dog. Also the bush dog. I'm trying to think of the hundred names it is. African wild dog, painted hunting dog, painted wolf, African hunting dog, cape hunting dog, African painted dog. Um. Hmm. I did say, say that they were... Horribly eradicated from their <laughs> natural range. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm going to say they're endangered. Ding, 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 ding. Oh. You win the prize of an animal almost going extinct. Yeah, no. they're they're endangered as fuck since 2016 is when the listing was. Obviously, they've been endangered no. longer than that, but that is when the listing went in. We're down to about 6,600 adults, um, of which like some are too old to breed, so that's not even like accounting for... Like, viable population yeah. adults. Um, and that's due to a lot of different stuff. The biggest would be habitat loss. Um, they are susceptible to, like, rabies and distemper as well. So there's diseases that can run through populations. Um, yeah. But then the other biggest would just be, like, humans killing them. So um, people killing them if they're, like, farming in areas or whatever. People just, like, killing stuff. So um, they're super susceptible to that because, of course, people think that they're gonna harm their cattle and stuff like that so a lot of the like conservation work is just like mitigating that human animal conflict yeah makes sense and making protected areas for them to live obviously that is super helpful as well okay so there's a lot of different conservation organizations that are kind of helping them out there's one that's just like i think it's like african painted dog or something (laughs) sick you guys definitely ran the monopoly on that name painted dog conservation there it is. It's um, good. So if you're interested in learning more, donating, they seem, like, legit. Uh, and then they are, as a zoological animal, they are pretty common in zoos, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're very uniquely in appearance. Like, unique in appearance. I think they're really pretty. Um, and yeah, they're, they're pretty, like, charismatic, yeah. Yeah, and they're a super social animal. Um, so they do really well, like, on habitat because they're going to be interacting with each other. Slash napping all day long, which is what 
I would do if I was a dog. Nice. Dog Absolutely. wolf. Um, but yeah, I think they are like one of the most endangered carnivores? Question mark. <laughs> you sounded extremely confident. I know. Well, they had like, like some eight kinda... out of ten. Let me, I can't remember if it's, painted dogs are one of the most endangered species in the whole of Africa. That's the quote. That seems right. That seems right. Yeah, so they are common in zoos. You can see them in a lot of different places. Um, I'm just going to talk about bummers, though. Like, they've been involved with, like, a couple bummers. Yeah. Which I feel like I just have to bring up because you're going to see it anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. So in two... Oh, I didn't write down the year. (laughs) Wow. In some year... At the Pittsburgh Zoo, um, they had a pack of 11 dogs, and they did kill a two-year-old boy who was dangled over the habitat and then jumped out of his mother's arms and fell into the habitat. Um, Yeah. So that's a big bummer. They settled out of court, if I believe. She sued them, and they basically said, like, I'm sorry that you threw your kid in the habitat, but, like, I don't know what we have to do with about it um which i felt like was a really bold stance because a lot of times in these like tragic tragic accidents and stuff you see the zoo completely like roll over right and just be like yeah oh my god oh my god oh my god um and i thought it was really nice that the pittsburgh zoo was saying like hey you were negligent in dangling your child over an area that obviously should not have been dangled over um but of course they settled out of court so who actually knows what happened the this is like a super tragic accident it's a two-year-old boy um they i think one of the dogs was killed um in trying to retrieve the child but the rest of the pack was okay i think since then pittsburgh zoo now doesn't have them they've been sent to other facilities i think they have cheetahs now um but it was one of those instances too where like african wild painted dogs aren't inherently a aggressive in that way so um like i said they can eat an entire impala in like 15 minutes and the boy was like obviously killed but he was not eaten or uh like dismembered or anything like that so it was just Mm -hmm. an instance of like hey our keepers gave us enrichment and what is it sort of thing um yeah so as horrific as it was it could have been more horrific (laughs) just think yeah it could have been worse (laughs) yeah it's like um we talked about that in a and d a while back if you guys listened to our one where we talked about i think it was the jaguar incident at new orleans right yeah sometime last year yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And we kind of like talked in general about some of like the tragic zoo instances which have come up over the last several years and how it always sucks and it's always terrible and like there's always going to be people that are like adamantly on one side or the other, and it becomes such a like emotional thing because it's so tragic. But then, unfortunately, it always gets drug up whenever like another zoo accident happens, and yeah. these people never get to have peace in their lives ever again. Well, and there's, I mean, it it's a freak accident. I mean, how many people right. visit that zoo every single day for years, years, mm-hmm. years, 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 years? Um, and so, like one incident, I don't think marks like negligence on the zoo's part or anything like that. Um, right. And I think it's just good practice now to just assume that people are fucking stupid as shit and they're going to throw their kids and stuff. Yeah. So, I saw an article the other day that was like how to be a good zoo guest. And I think it was from like Nat Geo or something. 
But I was like, damn, Nat Geo. Like, this well, is... I think it was shared in Graham Time, right? Didn't Glenn send that what? to us? Oh, I think you're right. Yes, 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 yes. That's what it was. Give oh props God. where props are due. <laughs> thank you. No, I was trying to place like where I saw it. But thank you. Thank yeah. you, Glenn. Coming in hot always. They either uh, said... No, I think they posted... Yeah, they posted it in Graham Time for sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. definitely did. Um, but yeah, they sent us that article and it was like... It was really good. It was like, hey, don't be a dick. Like, don't dangle yourself in dangerous scenarios. Like, don't yeah. antagonize animals. Don't, like, throw your trash everywhere. Don't, like, stalk the staff. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, be cool, man. God. Hey, just be cool. Like, have um, some manners for once. Yeah, so that's just, like, a um, a shitty thing that happened. But I've then there's also, you know, like, hundreds of African wild painted dogs in human care in zoos and aquariums not aquariums but zoos across the country where Mm -hmm. incidents don't happen every single day for 30 40 50 60 years so um this is one incident but then there was another (laughs) there was another freak incident totally different situation um and this one actually just happened one of our patrons pointed out when we were voting on this and i didn't even put it together um because we've actually had people asking for this for a very very long time people fucking Mm -hmm. are like horned up over this like painted palette fucking makeup dog <laughs> um this and bob this ross was, baby this uh was in the miami zoo so there was a freak another freak accident where a four-month-old pup was crushed by a guillotine door um in the zoological facility so um guillotine doors are really really common in zoos they are exactly what they sound like where the door lifts up just like a guillotine um but this time the cable snapped so um no keeper error nothing like that just one of those things where machinery fails um Mm -hmm. and so it's just absolutely dreadful that it was like a puppy they have other puppies i think they had like oh my gosh i think they had a whole i mean like i said they have like a million at once yeah it's a litter And obviously, like, we're not bringing these things up just to, like, belabor the point or, like, I don't know, talk about things that are, like, horrific or bring up unfortunate instances that people that may or may not be involved, like, have to relive. But it's, I mean, this is kind of inherently part of what we talk about, right, is, like, pulling back the curtain a little bit and and giving some transparency when we can. And part of that is, like, talking about the good and the bad and if we can at least, like, set the record straight on some things or point you to resources that'll give you like an unbiased opinion and not just like the zoo was negligent and they like killed their animals and whatever like that's not what happened it was just a horrible freak accident yeah well i feel like don't not talking about it is like worse i mean if you google african wild painted dog this is like what's going to come up like the yeah miami one is like very very recent Um, yeah so it's just one of those things too where you're like before you criticize like step back and think about all the freak accidents that happen every day in every other industry that are happening to people and their fingers are getting chopped off in machinery and, like, they're getting fucking chopped up in a fucking wood chipper. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, that stuff happens in our industry as well. And, like, we get we get workman's comp and we get hurt on a day-to-day basis because we're working manual labor. And sometimes the animals get hurt as well because they're working around the same machinery and objects and stuff that we are. So a lot of those things happen. Um, and it doesn't mean anyone did anything wrong. Um and I think it's another time where you step back and before you, like, criticize, you really think about the people that were there and the keepers who were taking care of those dogs um, and, like, what they're feeling in this time, too. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's just an awful situation. And mm-hmm. it just sucks that stuff like that, it's, like, always, 
Like, we don't get every single report of, like, any time a man gets, like, shredded in a combine, right? Or do we? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do do you we know? know you, <laughs> you weren't on that email blast. You unsubscribed. But I, I get guess. all of those. Oh, okay. But no, seriously, like, you don't, like, you don't hear the news every time someone, like, breaks their leg from, I don't know, like, acting recklessly or something. Or, like, they, like, dropped a vending machine and it, like, crushed their arm. Like, you don't hear about that. Yeah. Unless it's, like, sensationalized and it's less, like, it's popular in the media. So it seems like things like this always happen in zoos because there's always, like, an intermix or, like, an intermingling of, like, people and animals and people are always, like, so emotionally invested in, like animal welfare and rights and all that jazz like that's its own thing and so it just becomes like a hot topic and so the media sensationalizes it and it becomes something bigger than it needs to be controversy is a hot topic because pages want clicks and if someone starts an argument and there's someone on the other side of the argument that's going to get more clicks than something so like did a pitbull bite someone fucking print it did that chihuahua rip off that kid's face and let's pass but there's um like for instance uh like if we okay say like one of our doors malfunctions or something on one of our animals and it causes them to like break their leg right like that would be all over the news and especially if it was just like an equipment failure however the exact same thing happened to me this last year i dropped a door on my foot and i broke my foot and that wasn't in the news was it Well, I tried to get it. I wrote that whole article and nobody accepted it. <laughs> but like it seriously, like it's but... literally the exact same scenario, but it just happened to be on my foot. But like, you know, no one cares <laughs> no one because it was an accident. About your That's foot. That's what I'm saying. It's like they shouldn't because it doesn't matter because no one cares because it doesn't matter. Like literally, these things happen. I'm so embarrassed not... for you because every time we have a conversation, you bring up your foot and like nobody even cares. <laughs> God, this is now, what, episode, like, 300 that I brought up my foot every single time. (laughs) But seriously, like, it just becomes this thing where, yeah, they just do it for, like, the clicks and the, and the, just ad revenue. The clicks and the dicks. It sucks. But in other news. Because you, I mean, you turn tragedy into profit and it sucks for the people that had the tragic thing happen to them. Oh, yeah. So, like, be considerate and be thoughtful. But yeah, African painted dogs were born in Cincinnati in 2015. You can watch an adorable video about that. Uh, The Oregon Zoo had African wild painted dog pups in 2018. You can watch a video about that. They even have their first checkup on camera, which is adorable. There were... uh, Zoo Knoxville had endangered puppies. Uh, The Living Desert has endangered uh, wild African pups. Zoo Tampa has rare African painted dog pups. So oh there's God. like they out there and they're living and they're not in freak accidents. So um, out of the like hundreds of like dogs that we have in human care, there's only two incidences. So I feel like it seems like a lot, but it's really over not. like several years. Yeah, I mean, it's like how long with, like... have we had them in human care? Like ages i mean like a hundred years right well it's like the same thing people are always like be careful not to rock the vending machine you're going to be one of those like a hundred deaths a year and you're like whoa that's a lot but then you're like no there are like seven billion people on the planet but my mountain dew is stuck and i would rather die than not quench (laughs) this thirst my fruit snacks i need to do the dew right now because i'm gonna go play xbox so i'm either gonna die or i'm gonna get this mountain dew out (laughs) 
both. <laughs> I'm going to get both, this Mountain Dew out, both chug it, and die because it's Mountain Dew. Seriously, both choices lead to death. But yeah, that's Pick all. poison. That's all I have about the African wild painted wolf dog. Sick. Are there any in media? I don't. You know, I couldn't find any. They are, in fact, in the endangered species pack of Zoo Tycoon, though. <laughs> Which, oh, of course. Just yeah. like every other animal in the world. Uh, yeah, but I yeah. couldn't really find them anywhere. I don't. I oh, mean, right. there's a movie called Wild Dog, but I don't. I think it's about people. Oh. And I don't yeah. think it has anything to do with dogs. <laughs> oh, cool. You really had us hanging out there. like Yeah, you're like, ooh, what seeing what was going to happen. What's going to happen? That was really good. It was super informative. Do you want to hit us with a TLDL? Oh, sure. Let me shuffle my papers. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Mm. So this was the African wild dog or painted wolf, as the big wolf, wolf agenda wolf. would like you to think. There are five subspecies, which is not generally... Or not universally accepted, but they out there, and they're genetically different. It's a pretty solidly built African canid. Um, huge ears, really, really beautiful markings all on its body. Makes it look like it's painted. It has a special shiv tooth that helps it shear. It's called the trenchant heel. It is not anywhere on the internet. Its fur is different than other canids. Color variation is extreme. The patterning is not symmetrical. They live in savanna and arid zones. Generally in South Africa and Southeast Africa, as they have been exterminated and eradicated from other areas of their range, they mm-hmm. do eat mammals, which are around like 33 to 441 pounds. So kudu and gazelle and impala, dick and hares and ostrich, um, not typically picky. They'll kind of take what they can get, but they are rarely scavengers. Lions are enemy number fucking one, like yeah, big dude. bully dick bags. Um, <laughs> They are really social species, more so than lions and hyenas. They are pack animals. There is a dominant male and female, but there's no other alphas and secondaries and any of that nonsense. Um, Mm -hmm. The female can have anywhere from um, 6 to 16 pups in a litter. Um, Average of 10 gestation is just over a month and a half. Um, they are pretty much hunting and hanging out with the parents by 8 to 10 weeks old, and they are the ones that are permitted to eat first, which is allowed until their one year. Um, there are some species who are voting by sneezing on whether or not they should go hunting, which is fucking insane. They are pack hunters, they're gonna work together, they have a really good success rate of over 60%, and they are an endangered species, and there's only 6,600 adults left as of Mm -hmm. like 2016 so now there's even less because of course there is yeah also there's this really good song about them oh really yeah it's by the runaways it's called cherry bomb (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's got this like little known third verse that actually like goes into great detail on like their habitat And their endangerment status is really informative. Hello, world. I'm your wild girl. I didn't even change that part. She really says that. Hello, world. I'm your wild girl. I'm your cherry bomb. So, like, it's half already written. Mm -hmm, That's good. Like, it's it's halfway there. Halfway there. Living on a prayer. If I get bored later at 2 a.m., I'll write the whole lyrics out and send them to you like I did last time. Oh, sick. Hell yes. Um, Yeah. Thanks, kids. 
for joining us this week. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you enjoyed this, please rate and review us on iTunes. For every review we get, we donate $5 to Conservation. We just got one this week, so thank you so much um, for your review. It doesn't even have to be a good one, but we like would prefer that. Um, but if you mm-hmm. do, send us an email, or we'll see it eventually once iTunes decides to post it. So we're up to $10 right now because we saved last month because we only got one. So um, Mike, go ahead and post it up on Patreon. So if you're one of our <gasps> patrons, you do get to vote on topics um, that we talk about. So this was a voted on by the patrons, the African Wild Painted Dog. You um, get access to bonus episodes, which there are now like 10 of maybe. So if you signed up now, it'd be a nice way to waste 10 hours of your life. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So like us on Facebook and iTunes, all those are iTunes, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> We're on every social media. You can always email us at keeperchat at gmail.com. We have like 75 Q&Ds that we have not gone through because um, we're bad people and mm-hmm. we have depression. So this is just what happens. And everyone can Honestly, relate. <laughs> honestly, guys, like, give us a dang old break. If you could just... I know you're embarrassed for us. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's okay. very embarrassing. Uh, but I think that's it. So if you liked it, again, thanks. Love you. You're our favorite. And if you didn't, didn't care. Don't care. Never will Did care. we ask? We didn't ask. I think I, I think I asked, but I don't care. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Yeah, we don't care. We don't care. We don't care. Bye. Bye. Love you. Smell you later.